Welcome, beautiful people, to Growthology Podcast. I'm Lorena, and I'm a licensed mental health therapist that is very interested in the science behind all things well-being and growth. And I am Monica. I'm a working mom, a wife, currently a college student, and I'm just an everyday person who's trying to live a happy and healthy life. In our podcast, we discuss topics like personal growth, wellness, mindfulness, and emotional intelligence, and hopes to grow a community of positivity. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to today's episode. I'm super blessed to have today's guest, Darshita, a dear friend of mine that had the pleasure of meeting here when I moved to Maryland. Darshita actually came up with the idea of today's topic, so I'm super excited to have her on and to discuss all the knowledge that she has on this and what she's learned throughout time. We're going to be talking about random acts of kindness as well as empathy. Darsh, can you tell us why this topic is important to you and what kind of meaning it has for you? Yeah, so I think it began with the fact that I needed to really connect with a lot of my direct reports when I started working right after school. I had, you know, 120 direct reports and uh, was always passionate about work. I wanted to make a difference from the very beginning in their lives. And I realized that studying engineering, <laughs> like, you know, made me see things in pretty much black and white. And yeah. when it comes to people, it's all gray. So I, you know, I, I had to start from the very basics. I had to really connect with people. And I started with just getting to know everyone with no end goal in mind. I started doing things not as a means to an end, but as an end in itself. So when I would ask someone how they were doing, I didn't really have an ulterior motive other than just being genuinely interested in their well-being. And, you know, I think it got easier and easier when I started to put their wishes. I started to put a lot of what they felt like they needed to see in the surroundings ahead of what I wanted to see in terms of like the environment, the work environment that I was part of. I think I saw a major shift in in the way people started to connect with me and the way I felt when I connected with them, actually, more so. I was going to ask you that, like, do you feel like people can tell when you're being genuine or not and because like you said the how are you question is kind of lost its meaning because we ask it as just a form of saying hello and people don't really care how we're doing they just ask like hey how are you and then sometimes you're like hi kind of like just a another greeting so in your experience do people recognize when you actually want to know how they're doing? I think it begins with just being authentically myself. Today, I express myself as I feel, it, like as authentically as possible. So when I am answering that question, I am bringing 100% of my thoughts and my feelings. So at the same time, I think when I open it up and when I am vulnerable enough, I think it really makes other people also feel comfortable to do the same. 
And that's the shift that I've noticed. A lot of times, at least before I started being very intentional about this, I would also just say, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing okay, you know, and just move on because I didn't really want to talk about it or I didn't really want to share how I felt genuinely. But today I think things are different. So when I make that effort, I have noticed a difference, especially at work. I remember one of my coworkers, you know, I was just opening the door and she was like, oh, how are you? And I paused, didn't answer that question right away because I didn't know how I felt in that moment and I wanted to collect my thoughts and give a genuine response and that itself was enough for her to be like let's talk about it you know let's let's sit down and I want to know more about it and I think that's the reason why today my relationships are so much more deeper than they ever have been it's not really superficial at this point of time it's you know it has allowed me to connect with people beyond like the everyday conversation it has allowed me to have connections that are more meaningful mm-hmm. I remember us having a conversation for the first time vulnerable with one another and open yes and I and and I think that truly helped forge this relationship this friendship that we have today we were sitting by the water by the harbor and mm-hmm. I remember just being just opening up to you because I felt like I could I remember sensing your energy and feeling as if I could trust you yeah. and regardless of that today I genuinely just trust people and then bring more of myself into the world just being more vulnerable and I think that is the shift or that is the key for other people to do the same. So in a sense, I kind of hear you saying you model it. So you're modeling that behavior and people pick up on it. So it's like you're being open. So then people sense that and they say, okay, this is somebody that I can be open with in return. Yeah, it is basically what I want to see. If I want to see people being open and genuine with me, I bring the same, I take responsibility for the same energy that I bring to people. I take responsibility for the words that I use. I take responsibility of how I make other people feel around me. And it's a lot of intentional work. I work on being more positive. I want to bring a smile to, you know, people's faces. And yeah, I think it all, all starts there. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about what you do for work and and how you, you you not only in your personal life, but how do you translate that into your, you know, those values into your professional life? Yeah, definitely. I think I would actually look at it in the reverse fashion. It began with me really with identifying what my values were, what I really, really stood for, whether some of the values you know of already are like kindness, honesty, being able to really be there for people. I started out by identifying what I truly stood for. One of my values is to treat everyone with respect because I truly believe it in my bones that every human being is created equal we're all just dealt different hands and we're all just trying to be the trying to do the best we can with the circumstances that we have to experience and that allowed for a deeper understanding of one another it allowed me to see others as they truly are and that's the connection that I truly crave because I feel as we're here truly for the service of others and these are some of the things that I don't really talk about more often more openly but that is something that is one of my values I want to make a difference in people's lives so I choose work that I find meaningful 
days work the work that i do today is working at cart.com i work on making sure that our environment is suitable for everyone how can we change things to make their jobs a little bit easier how do we reduce non value added activity how do we reduce redundancy in processes just so that people don't have to do the same things over and over again and that leads to a lot of positive returns for the company overall but also to people's lives and i think that's the part that i i care a lot more about yeah. so when i hear you talking about that and that it's really powerful that you said that you believe that everybody's created equal and i could tell that that's a value of yours that you try your best to treat everybody with respect no matter what but we can't deny that sometimes that can become really difficult when people are being extremely rude to us or doing something that we see as negative or bad. So how do you do you feel like that's an area that you've grown in in terms of maybe in the past when you were younger you were a little bit more snappy or you didn't have that empathy for those people that maybe were being rude or how has that kind of changed throughout time and how were you able to get there if there was a change in that? That's a really good question. Today itself actually I thought about this. I think I've a long way to go in terms of growth, but I have come a long way as well. Initially I was extremely snappy. I don't think I cared as much about other people's opinion. I did care a lot about like what I wanted to do or what I thought, but today I put so much importance on what others feel around me. Today I work on a on my patience quite a bit because I think that that is necessary. <laughs> I have to attest to that. <laughs> I think that is absolutely necessary. I find myself getting annoyed sometimes when people don't put other people in front of them or people don't put others needs sometimes before them. I see that today itself I saw like you know at a traffic light there was an old lady trying to cross the road and no one stopped for her and I just like found myself getting very exasperated and I was annoyed and I was shaking my head and I realized that okay this is an area of growth for me as well like i do need to afford people more patience and i realized something that was very important to me today which is i want to meet people where they're at instead of expecting people to be somewhere else i think that reduces a lot of pain and suffering as well because it allows us to really stop and pause and that find out so much strength and i think practice right yes but when you start to realize the benefits of it it's incredible you really recognize how how much happier you are really oh i feel it's as if i've never things you know truly because i feel as if i've never been happier because today i you know when you say that there are rude people there are people who don't understand you in mean, how to deal with them i give everyone an opportunity in my experience and perspective to be truly themselves or be positive i try to bring that energy to them regardless of what's going on in my life because i'm very intentional about it i've gone through hard times and tough times myself and you know you never know what anyone is going through so even if you can bring a smile to someone's face that is me doing my part like my little bit in some way or the other and people who are not the same who continuously bring negative energy i try to like move away from that because ultimately i want to remain in balance <laughs> and uh, it takes a lot to like be be at the equilibrium so that i can be my best version so that i can bring like positive energy so if people don't reflect that a lot 
of times I find myself gravitating towards relationships that do. I find myself investing a lot of time and attention in people that are the same, that do the same for me, like people who are uplifting because I want to uplift other people around me. Important to be around people that are growing and want to continue learning because then you know, okay, not only can I bring something to the table, but I can learn something from this person. And I can grow. Yeah. And sometimes it's difficult, especially with long term friendships. And you start to recognize that maybe you're shifting to different areas of life or have different interests. And it's hard to know, like, well, what do I do in this relationship? Do I keep trying? Like you said, Mm -hmm. we can't change people. We can't force them into what we want them to, to do or to be like. So there then comes that the big piece of acceptance sometimes like okay I have to accept that maybe we're shifting or we're not in the same wavelength anymore and that's difficult that can be sad I think especially when you have long-term friendships from childhood and then you become an adult and you kind of go to such different areas in life I think you truly hit the point there because I you know when you ask me how did I get here I think I got here with that acceptance after I had that acceptance that not all relationships are the same and I don't have to continuously try to be close to the people that I thought I would be close to or I should be close to or I was close to. I felt as if I was investing a lot of energy in understanding why those relationships were not working or were not the same and I realized that they don't have to be, right? I think a lot of our interests are different. The way we see the world is is different our experiences values goals are different and and it's okay that they are not the same anymore expecting them to be the same actually results in a lot of pain and suffering as well so so today I think I accept it the way it is and I find people who meet me where I'm at you know and at the same time I bring the same energy to people who are not at the same wavelength yeah, yeah and I think that kind of moving towards you know the, the episode this point the point of this episode in terms of empathy it made me think when you said when you were talking about experiences it made me really think how connected people experiences this is to empathy in the sense that someone could be acting a way that we don't agree with and is totally against our values but then we also have to think well their life experience has been so different and what could that what has led this person to think that this behavior is okay or being so used to acting a certain way or speaking a certain way and uh, Sean and I my husband we just watched a really 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 amazing movie yesterday called The Unforgivable Mm. it's on Netflix and it kind of brought that up for me because it was a really traumatic movie. We um, we both almost cried <laughs> watching oh it. It really mm. brought a lot of emotion. It's a new movie that just came out with Sandra Bullock. So like okay. I said, it's on Netflix. I highly recommend it. But at the end of the movie, I was kind of reflecting on all the characters and all the kind of messed up things that they did. And I told, I looked at Sean and I was like, I don't think anybody in this movie was inherently a bad person. Despite them having done quote unquote bad things, hmm. he was like, Well, what about this character? What about that character? And I'm like, Yeah, but remember their childhood, or remember what happened to their parent, or remember the tra- traumatic experience they went through. 
And I was like, yeah, they might have made some really terrible choices in their life, but look at what their childhood experiences were like. And and that kind of was like, oh, like I'm kind of looking at it in a sense of empathy, like mm-hmm. not judging them for what they've done, but saying like, yeah, they did something that was really hurtful for somebody, but but why? Like, why did they understand them? Why did they make think- that choice? Yeah, I think you said something to me when we first met that really resonated with me, which was you, you mentioned that, you know, you bring a lot of understanding to relationships by always reminding yourself that you don't know everything about their life up to this point, up to the point that, you know, you've just begun talking to someone. And that allows you to just pick up things where, you know, they've been left off, or you don't really hold resentment against people. And I think that quality is important, because we truly don't know even 1% of people's lives that we're around a lot of times. There are just so many emotions, experiences that people go through uh, that shape them and they shape the reality that they perceive to be and make the decisions based on that. Mm-hmm. And it, we may not always agree with all the actions and decisions that someone makes, but at least it allows us to have that understanding that, okay, there's a reason why they did something that they did. And it, it allows us to not have the judgment, like you said, towards them. Right. Yeah. So kind of moving, moving into, well, what are the benefits of, of being empathetic? What are the benefits of being kind to people? for no no other reason than to just doing it for, for the benefit of them. So it's not only good for the person that we're being kind to, but it's it's really, really good for ourselves because it makes us feel happier and stronger as, as well as it improves our, our mental health. And, and there's actually a really strong correlation with compassion and success. So those who spend money on others re- actually report more happiness than those that spend it on themselves. That's very interesting, actually. And, you know, I was having a conversation with my with my mom earlier in the morning today, and we were talking about kindness and the impact that it has on people. Something that she said was so true is that people try to think oh, she's spiritual and she's religious. So she was like talking about like how, you know, people try to think of heaven and earth or heaven and hell. But we can truly make earth a heavenly place if we were just to spread a little bit more kindness towards people. And kindness multiplies, as we know, like one act of kindness can lead to multiple acts of kindness. And little by little, maybe that helps solve problems that we each other have. At least if we have that understanding and empathy towards each other, maybe we can try to find a solution or try to make the lives of other people a little better. And uh, hopefully this can this can multiply into like the world being a little better of a place than it is today. And I think I think that's why random acts of kindness are so important. Because in my experience, what I found is that I get so much more back in return than I ever give, because the joy that it leaves in my heart, the feeling of gratitude, the feeling of happiness that I experience is just, you know, I don't have a price to put on it because it didn't cost me anything smiling at someone didn't really cost me anything but it maybe made the day so if we just remember that it actually gives us a lot more in return than we can ever give hopefully all of us can start doing a little bit of it yeah and I think that the more that we do it like you said it brings a sense of gratitude and that alone is huge we've talked about that on the pod- on the podcast before 
I've talked that it's a practice that I, I engage in on a daily basis. And it's really helped me recognize the small things that can make us feel better if we put our attention to it. And it doesn't have to, like you said, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be big. It's the simple things like yesterday, my, I think, well, one day this week, one of my gratitudes was that I have a washing machine and a dryer in my Mm -hmm. apartment and how convenient that is. And I, I sat down and well, as I was like unloading the, my clothes from the washer to the dryer, I was like, wow, I'm so lucky to have this in my apartment. Like that's a blessing. And I'm like, so many people that don't have the ability to do that in the comfort of their own home, or they don't, some people don't even have the money to wash their clothes and they have to wash it in the sink or in the bathtub. And here I am just easily walking a few steps in my apartment to do that. And that just like it brought me joy and it might sound silly because some people might see it as like that's not a big deal like you shouldn't be happy about that but when you start to recognize those small things it makes such a huge impact on 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 our life and our happiness and our mental health yeah I don't understand why we take it for granted like a lot of these things we take for granted and like you I find joy and happiness in the smallest of smallest things to be honest I find happiness in having a cheerful early wake up like if I'm in a good mood like great like that's a great way to start my day if I find happiness in conversations with people that I've not had or moments of downtime like if I was just hanging out with my Masi my auntie in India and you know it's been so long and we were really doing nothing we were actually just not even talking to be honest but that moment in itself was just it filled me with joy because I was just getting time with her I was just getting time and it could be something that really stayed with me for a long time too like for example I was coming back from work one day early morning I used to work night shift for a long time for like about two years and one morning I was coming back from work and I had no gas in my car and I had to like you know wait at a gas station I called up a friend of mine and he was like okay you know I'll be there in about like one and a half hours because it's really far off and I was like wow it's about 6 30 a.m I'm exhausted after a 12 hour work day I really wanted to get home but I was just waiting at the gas station someone at the table across from me saw me worried or just saw the look on my face I suppose came up to me and asked me like hey is everything okay do you need something and I shared that oh yeah I don't have gas money I just ran out of it and I forgot my wallet at home so he was so helpful and kind he gave me like a 10 like a 10 dollar note I was like no I do I'm, I live close by I just need about like a few dollars I don't really need a lot more than that he yeah. was like no just keep it just keep it it's and amazing he- you probably still remember this person's face you remember that they offered you because that, that that small gesture was a big deal for you I remember what he was wearing. I remember exactly like they were having coffee in front of me. And yeah, it it really went a long way. And since then, like I always carry gas cards in my car. I started giving it out to people a lot of times just as a way to like give back to the community because I, I received it during a time when I needed it the most. So I truly understand the importance of it. But yeah, I think I think that's why it's so important to like keep passing it on. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the studies have shown that the degree to which you know our happiness increases is directly tied to the number of acts of kindness that that we perform. Mm-hmm. So basically the kinder we are, the happier we are. And I mean, I don't think we really needed a study <laughs> to yeah. that out, but it's wonderful that that's out there and it's such a large um you know, piece of science and social psychology that they've that they've done so much research on. And I found this website called the Honey Foundation. And it's all about Mm -hmm. kindness. And that's what I love about doing research for this podcast is that I find so much helpful research and just things that we can do that I haven't learned about in terms of giving back or empathy. So some of the physiological benefits of kindness that they identified was a strengthened immune system. So that's something that I had, I wouldn't have thought like, okay, I'm going to get less sick or have less physical pain if I'm kind, or if I spread that, you know, that type of energy, there's improved cognitive performance, increase in energy, lower heart rate, more balanced cortisol levels, which result in less internal stress people that are kind are more likely to live a longer and more satisfied life. And they also found that they have lower blood pressure, diminished physical pain. So, you know, those are all things that, you know, I didn't wasn't aware of in terms of the research and the study and how truly not only mentally and cognitively is it impacting for us, but also physically. Hmm. I think you really need to just experience it to feel it once you do an act of kindness you feel it in your heart you'll feel the effects of it and I can attest to everything that you said because I felt it on so many occasions and it just goes beyond that even just leaves a lasting impression on your mind your day is much better I think the way you react to people around you is much better I think you feel much better about situations and problems that you are facing it just seems a little bit more manageable and conquerable I feel just because just because you feel so much better about it yeah like it makes me think of just having patience like we talked about before and not feeling as easily triggered that's what I that's what I really feel like things that would in the past make me feel very negative emotions very upset very irritated annoyed you know, whatever word you want to use for, uh, you know, a negative emotion, I'm so much more inclined to take a step back or pause before having that emotional, like that automatic emotional reaction that sometimes we have, whether that be with close people, family, or just strangers. And I think it's so important to realize that like we, like you said before, that it is directly proportional to the number of acts of kindness that we perform each day. I remember that for a long time in the middle, I felt as if it was not truly myself. As a young kid, when I was 14 years old, I remember I used to get pocket money and living in India, I saw a lot of underprivileged people on the streets, by the temples. And I remember just feeling 
feeling so sad and feeling as if I wanted to do something for them so desperately, but I didn't really or couldn't really do it at the time. So I would just take all of my pocket money, buy some food and give it to them. And the smile that they would give me or, you know, the joy that was on their face, it just made me feel so much better. It made me feel like, okay, I'm doing a little bit for them in some way or the other. And I feel as if when I went to college, all of these things kind of got away from me. I was so busy trying to get acclimated to my life in America. Right, you go into survival mode and that kind of can make us a little bit, I don't, maybe selfish a little bit. I think so. I think I was, I mean, I don't want to say this out loud, but I felt as if I was a little self-obsessed with myself. And I did also part of like that. I think that's very common in that age, though. Like I think you start to become independent and start to have that feeling of adulthood, but not not yet. You're still trying to figure out who you are. It all seems so overwhelming at that time. So it's like you feel like you have to keep all that energy to yourself because you're like, I can't handle anybody else's BS right now. I'm too busy trying to figure out my life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Trying to fit in. And I think even my experiences as a child, you know, I think it made me really be more focused on my safety and my security. And, And because of that, I think I was like more in tune with myself than I ever was. And today I realized that what truly brought me joy as a kid is something that I have started or begun doing again and it's just brought the same joy back into my life because whether it was like just going out of my way for someone else doing that today is again reconnecting with that older or younger version of myself and it connects me back to who I truly am so I think there are more benefits than one. (laughs) Kindness brings not only these physical and emotional benefits, it truly helps you understand yourself. And it also helps you understand people because I see the world as my classroom, to be honest. And there's just so much to learn in life. So like we said before, random acts of kindness don't have to be expensive. They don't have to be time consuming or really anything difficult. I mean, things that we have already talked about where you're just saying hi to someone or asking them how they truly are. Like you said, they're smiling. I, I read that, you know, if you, if you go to some sort of group gathering or maybe like a company outing and you see somebody that looks lonely, going up to them and saying like, hey, do you know anybody here? And then kind of feeling them out and saying like, is this somebody that wants to be involved or are they okay being on their own? depending on how they react you can get a sense of okay it's good that I came up to them because they were feeling you know awkward or lonely and they feel like they don't know anybody crediting other people or giving compliments is a big one standing up for others if you see that they're struggling in any way I also read something that if you call someone by their name it helps them feel recognized so when you first meet somebody repeating their name again can make them feel like oh this person knows me or they remember me and that alone can make them feel good. That website that I mentioned before, the mm-hmm. Honey Foundation, they actually have a whole section on ideas. So if this <laughs> is something that you feel confused about and you're like feeling a little bit awkward or uncomfortable, you can go on that website and see like, okay, what are some other things that maybe we didn't mention that might seem like, okay, that's something that I can do. And like you said, it, that it kind of, like you mentioned before about it being a chain reaction, 
it's like paying it forward. Like you do something nice and that person consumes that energy that you kind of put out in the world. And they're like, they're going to be inclined to do something nice for someone else. Yeah, to be honest, I want people from my personal experience, what I've realized is that when I go out of my way to talk to someone or find out how they're truly doing, even if I find them being by themselves or something like that, I learn a lot about myself when I'm having a conversation with them. I learn so much about their experiences and I realize that, you know, we are so much more similar, like 93% or 95, I read somewhere that 94% of human beings are equal we all experience the same emotions and that truly allows us to see other people and their experiences and helps us connect with them so when you're doing something like that for someone you're not just doing it for them you're doing it for yourself too in a way because you're positively impacting your lives as well you're getting to know yourself better you're trying to like live your life as authentically as possible as well so it's doing you a favor in return as well And uplifting people, encouraging them, giving them the motivation to do more. It has a a direct correlation on how you feel about your personal challenges and tough situations as well. If you are doing the motivation or if you're uplifting others, you find yourself also giving the same kind of self-talk. We can't forget being kind to yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's not all about being kind to others and then totally neglecting your own needs by this. I think this also helped with, like you said, self-compassion and positive self-talk, which I think is something that is huge and something that is a really common issue with people. Like I actually started doing something with people that whenever it's, well, it's something that I started with myself first. And then I'm like, I'm going to make other people do it. And, you know, people that are close to me. So if I say something negative about myself or have a negative self-talk, I force myself to say three positive things about myself or Mm -hmm. three strengths. So I started doing it with my close friends. And it's funny because now when they hear me say it, they keep me accountable and they're like, oh, three nice things. And I'm like, dang, I should have never like introduced this to you. But obviously it's helping because now they're working on, you know, reducing their negative self-talk or putting themselves down. And then they're also probably keeping other people accountable. And then, you know, they, if they see that it helps them, then they'll spread that to other people. Absolutely. And I think this is a great, you always come up with like some of these great ideas. And I remember you do this to me as well. Like, oh, let's do this. Let's try this out (laughs) this time around. And yeah, I love having accountability buddies because I, and I think this is the reason why we connect and this is why we find each other in our friend circle because we truly believe in the things that we do and say today and it takes effort it takes a lot of intentional work it doesn't just change in a day it takes a long time to change I realized that two or three years ago I don't think I would have acted the way that I do today yeah it basically took a long time to get here and I realized that I have a long way to go but I think it's totally worth it I think it makes a huge difference in the way you see the world, in the way you experience. It has to be intentional. And there's this podcast that I listened to. Well, I I know his name is Jim Quick, K-W-I-K. He says something that really stuck with me. He says, knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. 
Because mm. one thing to learn something, and we could listen to tons of TED Talks and motivational speeches, but if we're not implementing any of the stuff we're learning, then it doesn't make a difference. We could know mm. it, but if we're not if we're not practicing it, then it's not going to make an impact. So I love that quote. And he always says it, knowledge is potential power because just knowing something is not enough. So mm. like you said, Darsh, we really, really have to be intentional with, with the things that, you know, if we say, yeah, I want to get better at this, then you, we can't stop there. We can't stop at wanting. We have to go the next step of, okay, it's what if yeah, like, yeah. what am I going to do about it then? Yeah, you bring up a very good point. And I was thinking about this today itself, which was, I'm in India and I'm doing this Ayurvedic treatment just for like a mind and a body detox. It helps with like stress reduction, things like that, just so that I can manage my life a little bit better when I'm back in the States with work. Because like I said, I truly take responsibility for the energy that I bring to people and the words that I say and the kind of work that I do. And for me to be able to be the best version of myself, I am very proactive with providing myself with tools and resources to be able to do that. So I came here looking for like some of these tools and resources that I could take back with myself. And I realized that there are no shortcuts (laughs) at the end of the day. And that's when I realized that it it took me a long time to get to this point. And even though I have a long way to go, it is the daily things that we talk about, which is like gratitude, being able to be kind to yourself first and to others. And then also at the same time, just being mindful of your actions and being mindful of things that you're engaging in is very important. So like meditation. So I think the the answer to a lot of my questions is just like being with myself and being, being able to like meditate meditate for a long time that brings the patience that we require to deal with life stresses day to day and there's no easy way to master that it just takes time so that's something that I have been able to notice yeah and I think that the more you recognize that and accept that you kind of start falling and at least for me i fall in love with the idea that I can always learn something new Mm -hmm. I love learning I love reading I love learning from other people and other people's experiences and just being aware that it's there's never an end I think that that's really wonderful like no matter how old I am no matter what I go to school for no matter what books I read I know that there's always more out there for me to learn and grow yeah I think it's the best feeling ever Mm -hmm. Another thing that that I learned was that it also helps with individuals that that struggle with anxiety. So the University of British Columbia did a study on a group of highly anxious individuals in which each person performed at least six acts of kindness in a week. And after just one month, there was a a significant increase in their positive moods, relationship satisfaction and a decrease in social avoidance and socially anxious individuals so people that struggle with social anxiety these acts of kindness actually help them feel more comfortable in in social situations so I think that that's huge I think being kind is just being vulnerable in a way as well so when you bring that sense of being to situations it 
like I said, through my experiences has opened up other people to be vulnerable as well. And they bring their authentic selves to the conversations. And that helps, you know, reduce a lot of social tension and anxiety a lot of times because you're truly just connecting on a human level at that point of time. And you can do that with a three-year-old. You can do that with a 90-year-old. And that experience still stays, stays the same. And that's important to recognize because ultimately, I think knowing that everyone is doing their best in every which way possible and having that understanding just allows for the social anxiety at least personally for me to subside in in many ways yeah and I think just bringing that to our awareness is is so important because if we're not thinking about it then we're not doing it like it has to be something like like you mentioned before the intentionality of it is is vital to you know if this is something that you feel interested in or want to get started with you have to be intentional you have to be self-reflective maybe ask for feedback like we talked about we we talk a lot about having one another as accountability buddies like you said like making sure we're doing what we said we were gonna do um, because it's so easy to talk yourself out of something yeah you're isolated in it like in my profession we talk a lot about not practicing in isolation because we need that that peer feedback we need to talk about you know all the things that we're listening to you know as a therapist things are so traumatic that at times we become desensitized to everything that we're hearing Mm -hmm. so having that that feedback from whether it be a supervisor or a peer that we trust uh, it's so important to have that that space to reflect on the things that we're hearing and, you know, am I doing the right things as a professional? Am I helping this person in the best way that I can? Is there something else that I can do for them? And it's the same with, with anything else. Like we need that feedback because, you know, more brands are always better than one. And when you mention this, it's important to also recognize that the world keeps changing. I think it's not the same. And for us to be able to keep up with the changing times, to be able to keep up with people and their experiences as they change, it's important to like gather that feedback from one another and constantly know, you know, how are people's beliefs changing or shifting? And it's important to gather that feedback at that point of time. I think one thing that I truly try to do is to not really hold on to my beliefs and opinions so strongly that I can't see someone else's perspective just because I may not have seen it or experienced it or heard about it. I I don't want to invalidate someone else's experiences at that point of time. And it, it comes from just like holding on to your own opinions for too long. Yeah, so I'm okay to contradict myself after some time if you give me new pieces of information and if it changes the worldview that I have, I'm happy to upgrade my worldview. You know, I'm I'm happy to yeah. just have a better understanding or have a better understanding of the world in general. And uh, it only happens when I when I'm just open to learning through some of my conversations with people who are close to me, who are honest and who are forthcoming about their experiences. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with that. So I'm super happy with this episode. I think that we really conveyed how passionate you and I both are about the importance of random acts of kindness, empathy. I think a big one for me was still continuing to work on being open-minded and recognizing like 
I mean, I think it's great what you just said that not to hold our beliefs so, so concretely because there's always a new piece of information. And just because we've never experienced it or we've never seen it doesn't mean it's not true. Or just so just knowing that there's so much, so much information out there that we still are ignorant to, I think it's important. And that's probably a a big thing recently with politics. Like I struggled a lot with being very one-sided and struggling to see other people's point of views. And that's definitely something that I'm still not good at. And it's something that I still need to, to work on. But yeah, just being open to having those discussions and conversations with people that have completely different worldviews than, than, than us. Yeah, and I've, I've also had those conversations only to realize that they're not really bad people or it's not that I don't agree with them on anything. It's just that I don't agree with certain opinions that they have. And that's also because they've been brought up a different way. They believe in different things and they just have had different experiences. Yeah. Definitely. So if any of of our listeners today, if you know you are interested in learning more, or like I said before, getting some ideas, a couple references that I have that that I really enjoyed that I found personally very helpful. Like I said, the honeyfoundation.org is a really great place to visit, as well as random acts of kindness. And I think there they have also a lot of examples of things that you can implement and you don't have to get overwhelmed and say like, oh my gosh, they talked about all these changes and now I have to read a hundred books and watch 10,000 TED Talks. No, like don't get overwhelmed. I know that happens to me sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, I want to learn this and I need to know everything right now. And I go on this kind of hole. (laughs) Rabbit hole. Yeah. So those are two really good places that you can go if you're interested in learning more and thank you so much Darsh I think this was a really wonderful conversation I mean you and I always have really great conversations but I'm glad that people are going to be able to listen to this and I think we talked a lot about some some really good stuff so I really appreciate you not just for you know not just as a friend and I'm so happy to have met you but also thank you so much for coming on the podcast today it always is a great time hanging out with you having conversations with you and I'm so happy to be able to contribute in any which way possible to your podcast so thank you so much for having me Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Just look up at Growthology Podcast, no space.